This is the November 2020 bonus episode of the Master of None podcast. For all of you regular listeners, you know the drill. For any first-time listeners to the bonus episodes, the routine is kind of that we do three things in each monthly bonus episode. The first is a tip of some sort, the second is a book recommendation, and the third is a challenge. Sometimes we have guests come on to give us their own tips, book recommendations, and challenges, and sometimes I just come up with it on my own. Uh, This month, I'm on my own, so here we go. Let's jump into it. First thing, tip. The tip for this month is to issue a warning order. Now, what is a warning order? It's, It's actually not nearly as serious as it sounds, but basically what it is, is this is something that's used in the military where it's a message that goes out to a unit to inform them of a possible or likely upcoming mission or something that they're going to have to do. Now, the thing that makes a warning order unique is that it's issued before we have all the details. And it really just includes any information based on, or any recommendations, I guess, based on current information. And the goal with these, I would say, is to provide the information required for 80% of the preparation for what you're going to be doing. And any details that are uncertain at this point are left out. And this could be applied, and I'm giving this to you as a tip, not because most of you are actually issuing warning orders in the military. And unless you want people to look at you like you're a little crazy, I wouldn't necessarily recommend calling it a warning order in your regular life. But it's a principle that you can apply to your business, your family, even yourself. So let's let's talk about what that might look like. Um, in let me think of a good way to to talk about this. Let's say in your company, um, you have somebody who's going to possibly travel out to a client's site and provide some service for them. Now they're going to have to plan their trip, and they're probably going to need to make some. Uh, travel arrangements, whether that's their their flight reservation, rental car, hotel room, stuff like that. They may need um, money in advance for uh, food or whatever it is. There may be certain materials or supplies or tools that they need to take with them, whether they're giving a presentation or maybe working at a factory or plant of some sort. But oftentimes there are details that you don't have. Maybe you don't know the exact date. Maybe you even don't know the exact location or which client it is that they're going to be visiting. Or maybe you don't know the exact nature of the job yet, but your intention is that you will have those details before they have to go. So oftentimes what people do is they make the mistake of waiting to inform the person who's going to go on that trip that they're going to need to go on the trip until they have all of the details, and then that makes it more of a last-minute thing. Don't do that. Instead, issue a warning order. Like I said, you don't have to call it that because that's going to scare people. But what you would do is you would say, hey, here are the details that we have. We're going to be sending you out to visit this client, and we think that it's going to fall somewhere in this date or time range. Maybe that's you know sometime next month, but we don't know yet. But what that allows the person to do is 
Maybe you call it 75%. I like to call it 80% of the preparation for that job. They can make sure that they have whatever it is that they need for giving a presentation, whatever uh, tools or equipment or safety gear they need if they're actually maybe performing some work at a factory. Um, most, most of that stuff can be done without having all of the details. And like I said, the mistake that most people make is waiting until they have all the details to tell that person to start getting ready. Or maybe this looks something like, we are going to build this piece of equipment for one of our clients. That's information that we have. We're going to be doing this the week after next. And maybe the details that we don't have are the customization on one particular piece of this, or two or three particular pieces, whatever that is. You can leave those details out, and the team that's going to be working on that project Go ahead and give them that warning order. Hey, we don't have all the details yet. However, this is what we do know. We're going to be building this basic piece of equipment. This may have been some this may be something that they've done a hundred times, and 90% of the hardware that they need to do that build is not dependent on hashing out those final details. They can go ahead and get that stuff ordered, procured, get it in your shop. On top of that, they can block out the time in their schedule. Like I said, we're, we know that we're going to be doing this the week after next, even though we don't have all the details yet. So they can get, get the time set aside for their team to be able to do that. Instead of waiting until the, the client finalizes their choice on, I don't know, whether they want a red or a blue item for this one thing. And then it's like, okay, now I have all the details. Now I can pass the specs down to the team and they can start making preparations. Well, guess what? They could be literally weeks ahead of time by you having the initiative to issue that warning order. Um, you can also do this with your family. Um, this doesn't necessarily, again, don't call it a warning order. You're going to come off as a little scary, but you can put these same principles into practice with your family and even with yourself. Uh, a lot of people kind of fail to do this even with themselves where what I can do issuing a warning order to myself is I can sit down and I can say, okay, what are the details that I know and what do I not know yet? And what preparations can I make just based on what I know right now? So um, there you go. And one warning with that is one word of caution is stay away from those details that are not a hundred percent sure. Otherwise you're going to end up over preparing and having to go back, change plans when that can completely be avoided. So what are some of the benefits of this? Well, right off the bat, it's going to increase your efficiency, whether that's your efficiency as a business, a team, or just by yourself. Next, you're going to get in the habit of being more prepared you're going to create the image that you're a better communicator. Let's say that you are in charge of some teams, whatever business it is that you're involved in. Those teams that work for you are going to see you as being a much more effective communicator when you communicate all of those details that you do know ahead of time, and then you just hold off on those details that you don't know until you have that information. But that, that enables your team, again, going back to the efficiency, they're going to appreciate that. Instead of dropping it on them at the last minute. Oh, now guess what? Now you all have to work overtime next week or this week or today instead of knowing two or three or two or three weeks ahead of time or months ahead of time that they can get that time blocked out. So 
anybody who's working for you is really going to appreciate this also. And finally, it's going as a as a leader, it's going to make you look a lot more decisive because your team may not know that you're holding off on making a decision because you're just waiting for that one little piece of information to come in to finalize that one little detail where all you actually need to do is start making those decisions based on the information you have. You can you can start with those small decisions and and start there and by the time that's been executed, hopefully you'll have those final details. So there you go. That's your tip for the month is to issue warning orders. Next, our book for the month is Talk Like Ted by Carmine Gallo. And in Talk Like Ted, what the author does is he breaks down and analyzes some of the most popular, most successful TED Talks from the last, I don't know, how long have TED Talks been going on? As long as TED Talks have been going on, he really analyzes in detail what those most popular, most successful TED Talks have in common, and then applies it to you, how you can use it. Maybe you're not up on the TED stage, but maybe you're giving a presentation at work. Maybe you're just communicating to your friends and family and really breaks it down into some of those very applicable skills that you can practice and you can apply as as a communicator. Another thing that I really like about Talk Like Ted is that he will he will tell you exactly what talk, what TED talk he's talking about, the the presenter and the date of the TED talk. You can then go on YouTube, thanks to modern technology, and actually watch that TED Talk as you're reading through that portion of the book. So instead of the author having to describe everything to you, which, by the way, he does a spectacular job of, of putting you in the room in the, with the audience as these talks are going on. He does a great job of that, but even better, you can just go look up that TED Talk and watch it on YouTube and then read through the section on the book that analyzes that talk and you'll know exactly what he's talking about the whole time. So uh, excellent book and I've read through it once. I'm going to probably go back through this one and try and pick up a few more uh, details. Maybe I'll read through it one small section at a time and focus on applying that specific principle to my communication and then move on to the next one. So that's our book for the month. Talk like Ted by Carmine Gallo. Next, the challenge for the month of November, 2020 is to cut something out of your life. Now, um, I would recommend not cutting something like exercise out of your life or meditation or healthy eating or anything like that. We're really looking at things that are maybe less healthy habits. So examples of those might be tobacco, alcohol, soft drinks, television, social media, or maybe maybe just eating out. So if there's one of those that you're like, yeah, you kind of hit a nerve with that one, Isaac. I'm probably doing too much of that one, and I know deep down that I should at least cut back on that. Well, the challenge is to cut it out for an entire month. So whatever it is that you choose, just absolutely quit cold turkey and continue that for the entire month. And this is actually the best way to probably scale back on an unhealthy habit because I, I see all of these people who are like, oh, I'm going to fill in the blank, whatever it is. I'm going to drink less because I'm maybe drinking a little too much. 
that happened to a lot of people during the COVID lockdown. I think uh, I think our alcohol sales here in Wyoming went up like I've heard different numbers, but something like six hundred percent. So a lot of people probably drinking a little more than they should have been during that lockdown. So the easiest way to cut back on something, because if you're like, I'm going to scale back by, I don't know, 50, 25%, whatever it is, let's face it, that just usually doesn't happen. So instead of trying to scale back, just scale it down to absolutely zero for a full month and then make the decision if that's something that you want to add back into your life in a more measured approach, moderated amount, maybe, and um, and then make that decision after you've successfully quit for an entire month. And some of you may be thinking, well, I just can't give up whatever it is. Uh, you're lying to yourself. That's That's a lie that you're telling yourself because if you were, let's say that it's, let's say it's tobacco and you just can't quit. Well, what if you were dropped on an island with no tobacco and you might say, oh, that's a completely unrealistic scenario. Well, we do that to people in reality TV all the time on all of these different shows. So you get dropped off on this island with no tobacco. If you were actually unable to quit, that would mean that either you die from your lack of tobacco or you can't help but find some tobacco seed and cultivate it on that island just so that you can have it. So stop lying to yourself. Whatever it is, you can absolutely quit. So whatever it is that you choose, like I said, for one month, just for one full month, cut it out of your life completely. And maybe that's soft drinks. Like I said, maybe it's TV, social media. Just do one thing also. And don't try to, don't say, okay, I'm I'm going to cut out tobacco and alcohol and soft drinks and TV and social media and I'm not going to eat out and I'm going to exercise every day. No, I'm going to exercise twice a day because I'm going to go for a run and I'm going to lift and I'm going to meditate every day. That's not realistic. Choose one thing to cut out this month and um, just tell yourself, I don't need blank, whatever it is, fill in the blank and then have the self-discipline to not buy it at the store if it's something that you have to buy to consume or whatever it is. Just just make a choice every single time to eliminate that from your life for the for the month. And this can this can really be a mental exercise too to exercise your your mental discipline. Hopefully, it's going to improve your physical health. Most of those things that I mentioned are not things that do anything positive for your physical health. So cutting them out can definitely be a benefit to both your physical and mental health for that matter. Succeeding at this is going to make you feel even stronger. And if you fail, you know what? Start over. Like, don't don't completely give up just because you failed. Just start over right then, right then and there. And then finally, like I said, after a month of not not partaking in whatever this is, you will you'll have a more realistic view on whether that's something that you actually need or if it's something that you even actually want. So reanalyze it at that point and decide if and how you might introduce it back into your life just in a more moderated way. So 
there you go. That's all we have for November 2020. Tip, issue warning orders, the book, Talk Like Ted by Carmine Gallo. And finally, the challenge is to choose one thing to completely cut out of your life for one month. There you go. I will meet up with you next month. Good luck. Bye.